Good day. Welcome. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show. On cut down day, we're going to run through at the bottom of the hour everything that's happened. And we are less now than an hour away, 58 minutes away. Or excuse me, excuse me, an hour and 58 minutes away from uh, the Green Bay Packers needing to cut eight more guys. We'll talk a little bit about that and who they may be coming up here in just a little bit. This portion of the program, again, brought to you by our good friends uh, all over that support the, the motorcycle ride coming up this coming Sunday. If you haven't gotten registered, please do so. Our friends at Bud Light, Wisconsin, Harley-Davidson, Pottawatomie Hotel, Casino, Milwaukee, MKE Brewing. Also, our friends at Growth Law. Go to growthlaw.com. Great Lakes Dragaway. Big time. They got, to, as a matter of fact, to go to greatlakesdragaway.com. They got Leroy Butler going to be coming down there to sign some autographs. Uh, the Grave Digger. Gilbert Brown as well. Also, our friends at the Rock Complex, which opened up the Lux Bay, Golf Bays uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, oh, my God, those things are awesome. Our friends at Alpine Valley, Pottawatomie, like I'd mentioned, Knucklehead out in uh, Eagle, which is a great place to go and uh, grab some food. Buzzard Billy's out there in the western portion of the state in Lacrosse, And our friends Andy Kane and the uh, group at Kane and Kane Jewelers, K-O-E-H-N, Kane and Kane Jewelers as well. Get signed up. If you haven't already, we, it, we're running down the home stretch now. Get signed up. And the benefit to getting signed up, because some people say, well, why should I sign up early? Because only those who pre-registered are in the running then uh, for the drawing for four different prize packages, whether it's a race package up at Road America, uh, Brewers tickets and dinner p- uh, packages and such from uh, the Brewers. Uh, also, our friends uh, at the Milwaukee Bucks got a Bucks package and an Emeralds package. We got a Badgers package. The only way to get involved in that is to win it via the pre-registration. Otherwise, yeah, the prizes are are terrific for the motorcycle ride, which we're giving away a 75-inch big screen TV. We're giving away beer for a year, backpacks and dartboards and golf bags and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the only way to get in is to get pre-registered for the uh, prize packages for the tickets. So get signed up. Go to fisherhousewi.org. And go to the events page. That's FisherHouseWI.org and go to the events page. And you'll see it, the uh, 15th Annual Big Uno Poker Run coming up this Sunday. And it promises to be fantastic. Uh, our friends up in Green Bay, meaning Mike Clements, he ends up sitting down and uh, taking a listen to what uh, Matt LaFleur had to say yesterday, getting ready for today, which is cut down day in the NFL and cut down day for the Green Bay Packers. This is what Matt LaFleur had to say. I don't want to be back today. How's he- <laughs> I knew that was going to be the first. I know. Uh, yeah, he'll be back out there today. So he's doing good. Can you get a base off the puck? Uh, not today. So we'll, we'll see how he is. Again, taking it day by day. And I know he kicked yesterday. So we'll, we'll just see how he responds. Matt, as, as these decisions are made over the next couple of days, like how much communication do you have with players, um, you know, as they're released and talks about bringing back on the practice squad? Like, like what's your communication level? Yeah, with every guy that's that gets released, um, I think it's only fair to them that I get a chance to speak with them. So that's how we operate, whether it's this time of the year or, or really any time of the year. Um, you definitely want to thank them for all the hard work and the effort that they put in. And certainly this is, I mean, it's an emotional time for these guys. It was emotional with, with Ty yesterday, like I mentioned. It's, you got a lot of respect for what they've done and the effort 
and the work they put in and the teammates they are and we got a great locker room so it you never want to it's a tough situation to be in but it, it is kind of a, the nature of the beast are you just doing um, generic stuff today or are you doing a lot of vikings um, game planning i just wondered if you, could, if you have any concerns about you cut somebody and they might pick somebody up yeah, no, it's 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 all generic. Chris Slayton was drafted in 2019. He's never played in the game, um, but he's been really good for you. What did you what did you see back when you signed him, and what have you thought of his development? Yeah, no, Chris, he's done a really nice job, and I think the first thing that that stands out is the effort that which he plays with, um, and he's making it really difficult on everybody in terms of what route we're going to go. Matt, what did you think of the camp that Jack Coco put together to, to go from a guy that wasn't a full-time long snapper to, to being in contention for that spot for you? Yeah, I think Jack's done a really nice job of everything we've asked him to do. I think uh, he's worked extremely hard. He doesn't get many breaks during practice. It's either Rich or Byron is, is on him the whole time. So he's done a nice job, and um, certainly he's far from a finished product at this stage of the game. He's still a really young player, and... Um, but he's handled everything we've asked him to do really well. How did Bobby look yesterday? Yeah, it was great to see Bobby back out there. Um, he was he was running around. He looked good. So, again, we'll see how he responded. Obviously, being on the turf, I don't think any of our guys love being, being inside. I got a bad weather report. was told that there was going to be thunderstorms. It never happened. So wasn't too happy about that. Welcome to Green Bay. <laughs> Um, I, I know you're not a tenant, but the cart before the horse with any of these guys, but is he trending the right way for week one? Um, yeah, I think it's a little early to say that right now. Um, you know, that was his first action in, in team periods. So we'll just see how he responds. And again, I know it sounds like a broken record up here, but take it one day at a time. That's good. Thank you. All right, guys. There you go. That was Matt LaFleur meeting with the media. A very short period of time. Talked a little bit about uh, about Mason Crosby, and they're going to see how he's doing right now. Uh, Ahmed, the uh, the current kicker, is going to be kind of holding his breath to find out if Mason Crosby indeed is going to come back, if, if he doesn't know already. Um, and you're going to find out if they take Mason Crosby off of the pup list. Jack Coco, as of right now, is making this squad. Pat O'Donnell is your, uh, is your holder. He's your punter. Um, we're going to wait and see what happens with Mason Crosby, like I had mentioned. Uh, and then some of the other cuts that could possibly be made. Now, Ben, uh, now I, I'm trying to go through my list, and the list has become rather fluid here with all the cuts today. But if I have to go with wide receivers, Al Lazard, Sammy Watkins, as he, we know, he says he's made it, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs. There's your four. And then wide receiver Randall Cobb, Amari Rogers. And you would assume with Jawan Winfrey getting cut, Samari Torrey is going to be on the squad. That's seven wide receivers, correct? Yeah. Think we're good there? Yeah, the seventh spot to me was between Winfrey and Toure, and him yeah. going makes me think Toure's on it. And Toure really had a pretty good preseason, so I would I would assume he's on it. Then obviously you got David Bakhtiari uh, at, your, at your left tackle, John Runyon, Josh Myers, Royce Newman, Elton Jenkins. Uh, Yash Nyman, you know, is going to make it. Sean Ryan, you know, is going to make it. Uh, Jake Hansen is there right now. Zach Tom is there right now. And Caleb Jones and Rashid Walker. 
Do you think they cut Rasheed Walker? I don't think so, but maybe. I think Caleb Jones is going to make the squad. I would be surprised if he doesn't. Because I don't think, there's, there, with, with the way offensive linemen are, I would assume that Caleb Jones is going to make this only for the fact that his size and what we saw him do in flashes in the, in the preseason, somebody will grab him. You would assume. Uh, so I think uh, I, I think that those guys make make the squad, which leaves you Robert Tanya, Mercedes Lewis, Josiah DeGuara. I don't know with the cutting of Sal Canella and Mac what is going to uh, transpire after that. But I would assume they're going to go with those three, possibly four um, tight ends. Well, the talk recently has been Tyler Davis in position to make the team despite right, that's some of the in-game struggles. That's what's been very surprising. I thought he almost played himself off of the roster in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. He's your bubble guy. There's Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, as we all know. Um, uh, the Packers have already cut Danny Etling. Um, then Tyler Goodson being let go. Dexter Williams being let go. I think your running backs are set at Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and Patrick Taylor. Then you go over to the defensive side of the football. Jack Heflin is gone. Chris Slayton is gone. T.J. Slayton, Slayton, uh, Devontae Wyatt, Jerron Reed, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry. That's probably going to be your big five rotation up front. I don't think you're going to see... What is it, Jonathan Ford? I don't think you're going to see him make it. My assumption is he might be the next guy out. Uh, Preston Smith, Jonathan Garvin, Angabare, um, he played pretty well. He had his moments. He had flashes. Devondre Campbell, Chris Barnes, Quay Walker, Isaiah McDuffie. You would assume Ray Wilburn. Uh, and I can't remember if I, I think he's still with the uh, on the roster right now, but he might be the next guy out. But Isaiah McDuffie really showed you flashes this year. It really kind of came on. Rashawn Gary, uh, Nalia, um, then Ladarius Hamilton's been cut. I'm trying to go through this. Kobe Jones. Might be a guy on the outside looking in. I mean, you could probably go through and pick four or five guys now that you believe not going to be with this team, right? Yeah, and in the in- last three, you might have to scratch your head on. Well, it's interesting because they've already cut three corners with Ento, Keandre Thomas, and Rico Gafford, making right. you think they might use those spots on the extra O-lineman. Where if right. uh, maybe Caleb Jones and Rasheed Walker end up making the roster, and then they go a little more thin on the defensive side. Yeah. Yeah, with Ennis Gaines being cut, um, I got to think Abernathy has made the team. I could be wrong, or maybe they keep him and try to float him to the practice squad. But uh, man, I I love the way he played. He flew around to the football. And that was one of the discussions Mike Clemens and I had about Abernathy was that he just, him along with a couple of the guys kind of locked in and really kind of upped their game 
just to prove that they wanted that they belong there. So, um, because you're not deep at safety at the safety position. And then obviously, uh, you know, Eric Stokes is here. Russell Douglas is here. Shamar Jean Charles, a fifth round draft choice with KB and Ento being cut. Shamar Jean Charles with uh, that fifth round draft choice. You would assume he's now making the team. Um, who's the other one? Kason Nixon. I don't think he makes it, but I could be wrong. Does Case because Kason Nixon remember was a guy that Basaccia liked for special teams. So do they keep him in that secondary as a more high end special teams guy? It's gonna be interesting. There's about there's what we believe to be eight guys left to move. Seven now actually Se- with seven guys with Manet being cut with Manet. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Michael Manet, the uh, the backup center, he's now been cut. Because Jake Hansen can fill in as a backup center. So I figure that the versatility of Jake Hansen made Manet expendable. Uh, 877-867-1670. So anyway, it's all going on. It's very fluid as we speak right now. Uh, when we come back, you're going to hear from Robert Tanya. And also, bottom of the hour, you're going to hear from Brad Kaslowski, NASCAR driver, just a couple of minutes, nothing real long or in-depth, but just a, you know, a, a shout-out, nice uh, day yesterday as he appeared, uh, you know, before the veterans and all of those supporting Fisher House, Wisconsin, which I thought was pretty cool. So you're going to hear all that coming up, too. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Water Doctors. Speaking of great people, John Atley and the gang at the Water Doctors, they were there yesterday as well, and they came and put their money where their mouth was, and uh, John and his staff always do such a great job. Dr. Bob... Uh, Richter was there also. Uh, I love seeing him yesterday. And I know he had a little bit of a health concern, but they've got 40 years, 40 years now in business, they do. 40 years. And that means they're doing something right, right? On North Grandview Avenue, out in Waukesha, but they travel all over, put in the Connecticut Water Softening System. Go to h2theletterodoctors.com, h2theletterodoctors.com, or call John, 262-549-7733. Congratulate them on 40 years in business, and more so the fact that they, they do a lot of charitable stuff for veterans, for the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy, and they uh, make a lot of donations, and they did it again yesterday at the Fisher House Wisconsin Golf Outing. So great people. I can't say enough about them. Again, give the Water Doctors in Waukesha a call, 262-549-7733. And, oh, by the way, the Connecticut Water Softening System, the absolute best out there. Whatever anybody else tells you, tell them you're full of crap and head over to the Water Doctors because I'm, I'm here to tell you I've had three different systems, and by far, by far, the Water Doctors and the Connecticut Water Softening System, the best. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. At the Four Seasons Island Resort, say, do not forget. Don't forget about them. They still have golf packages, stay and play packages. The UTV, the ATV trails are still open, obviously. No snow has fallen yet. So you don't have to worry about that. And uh, they're booking. 
Booking like crazy. So, uh, and by the way, still, the Bill Michaels 15 is in play, my friends, in case you did not know. That's right. You get a hold of our girl Barb. Barb at the four seasons Wisconsin.com. The four, F O U R. The four seasons Wisconsin.com. And uh, get a hold of our girl Barb, B A R B, at the four seasons Wisconsin.com. Tell her what you need, what you're looking for, and they'll give you the Bill Michaels 15. You better believe it. Or you can call direct 715 324 5800 715 324 5800 but you can do so much up there you can golf on the nine hole executive course you can take a pontoon ride you can uh kayak you can do the utvs the atvs you can hike you can bike you can swim in the indoor pool really good meals inside the diamond room uh a lot of fun and goofiness down in the boundary waters bar and grill You've got a lounge upstairs, do a little bit of a wine tasting, cheese tasting, all that kind of good stuff. And by the way, you never have to leave the island if you don't want to. It's it's just an all-inclusive. It's great. A couple of days up there. Man, you talk about recharging the better batteries, and it looks beautiful in the Northwoods. Again, go to the4seasonswisconsin.com. That's the4seasonswisconsin.com. Or call them direct. Call them direct, 715-324-5800, 715-324-5800. Get a hold of them. Great stuff at our friends at the Four Seasons WI, Wisconsin. There you go. Um, Robert Tanyan, a couple of things. Robert Tanyan talked about uh, kind of how right now, uh, coming back from injury, he is trending in the right direction. Take a listen. That's kind of where I'm at is just day by day, get better and better. I feel better every day, and I, I sometimes I surprise myself some days. So I'm just going to keep continuing to build on that and just kind of get that uh, groove going. And then when you talk about the young guys, uh, a lot of the young guys. Now, don't get me wrong. The competition at tight end is not deep. You don't have this standout Gronk-esque type of tight end. But you do have some young guys that came in and handled the competition. And he talks about the guys that, uh, you know, worked hard throughout the uh, throughout the preseason in the camp. Not a lot of guys like kind of were making mistakes and stuff like that. I think everyone was just operating so well that I think that even if you know they don't make the team, they're going to have a great chance elsewhere. And that's just kind of what you got to remind those young guys that if you don't make this team, it doesn't stop here. There's 31 other teams who have been watching and who are going to give you a chance. Now he's been giving a lot of the young players advice, whether he's been there in practice or standing on the sidelines or going through rehab, whatever. So what has he been telling uh, a lot of these young guys when it comes to advice to either make the squad or be, uh, you know, be a big help to this team? I mean, just staying positive in the locker room in general with all these guys and just you don't know who they're going to keep on the team. So you want to keep it all positive. You want to keep all those people reassured uh, that they're doing well and just want them to get better. So if they do end up on the team, then they're helping us win a Super Bowl. And then uh, as far as Robert Tanyan goes, he said, look, uh, getting more contact in practice right now, more pads, thudding, hitting, that kind of thing. Uh, He said, look, all of this really good. for. I need this right now getting ready for the regular season. Just more and more every day feeling it, it's, it's kind of nice. And honestly, I just kind of like implement it more and more day to day. Just um, I feel better every day, surprise myself all the time. So just continuing to make those strides and then, you know, implementing contact is like the biggest thing right now. So there you go, Robert Tanyan getting ready for the regular season. Counting on him big time. Counting on him. Hopefully he can come back. And boy, I tell you what, um, you know, I know that uh, the loss of Devontae Adams is huge. You're not going to replace that. But if you get Tanyan back, 
and his ability to get 10, 15, 20 yards downfield, specifically in the red zone, that's huge. He becomes a mismatched target because of his speed, his ability. That's huge. So, I, I, I mean, I know they're really, really depending on him. And he, be, he you know, quickly became a favorite target of Aaron Rodgers uh, and a likable guy for Aaron Rodgers. So, man, if he can... If he can become what he was, that's huge for the Packers. Meanwhile, the wide receiver, the rookie, Samari Torre, uh, you know, obviously you're playing the waiting game right now. The 53-man roster, we know it's set today, 3 p.m. Central Time. So now you got to sit back and you got to wait. He talks about it. I feel like this is probably going to be the hardest part, just the hours from right now until tomorrow, just because like, you, you can do a lot to distract yourself. So. But, you know, it is what it is. It's part of the game. So we all know he was on the bubble coming into camp, whether or not he make this squad. So when you start to wait, because after, you know, practice yesterday, they say go home and, and you know, we'll come back. Well, you'll see. We'll see you here in the facility. And you're kind of waiting to find out if coach is going to say, hey, bring the, uh, bring, the, bring the Microsoft Surface Pro or whatever it is they're using now. Bring the pad and come on up and see me. So what are you going to be doing today? I'm going to be in my hotel room, you know, chilling, waiting by the phone, I guess, maybe watching movies or play video games to distract me, uh, but just wait on a call. And then uh, the question is, has he reached out to any of the, uh, the veterans, we'll say, for advice on how to handle this specific situation? I've talked to a lot of players about, like, just getting kind of details on the process. And, like, I've talked to guys who have gotten cut before, signed with different teams. So I've gotten some some good pointers just from a lot of different people. Hang in there. That's all guys are going to tell you. Hang in there. Disappointed in the in the journalism, Bill. Why is that? Um, they didn't ask him about Nebraska choking away a game in Ireland. Oh. <laughs> His Cornhuskers. Didn't even think to go that far. Maybe it's just because he could just look at him and say, you know, either one, don't ask me about it, or two, eh, it's normal. <laughs> oh, he lived it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, he did, as a matter of fact. You are correct. Uh, this is from our buddy Will. He, uh, Will says, uh, this is the way the season is going to play out. The NFC East, he says the Eagles are going to win it. The Cowboys are going to be a wild card. Commanders and Giants are out. The NFC North, the Vikings are going to win it. Packers are going to get a wild card. Lions and Bears then follow, and both out of the postseason. But the Lions above the Bears because the Bears stink. NFC South, Buccaneers are going to win it. Saints, Panthers, Falcons all out of the postseason. NFC West, Rams are going to win it. Cardinals are going to be the wild card. 49ers and Seahawks are out. 49ers lose by a game. And then he says uh, the uh, champion of the NFC uh, most likely is going to be the Buccaneers. Uh, or the Rams, and he said those are going to be the Super Bowl representatives. That's from Will. Well, you're a little optimistic there on the Vikings, aren't you? Although the Vikings are starting to get tread. they got some flex going on right now. A lot of people starting to look over that fence and say, you know what, the Vikings have some weapons. They're not, they're not the, you know, again, I go back to the fact that the Vikings, you got a new head coach in Kevin O'Connell, okay? New young guy. Uh, by the way, the defensive coordinator, Ed Donatel, we're familiar with that name right here in Wisconsin, obviously the uh, former Packers coordinator. But go back to it. you got Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, you've got K.J. Osborne. You've, they've upgraded their offensive line, their uh, their right guard. 
uh, Ed Ingram. They bring him in. Still have Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison. They've got some weapons offensively as long as that offensive line can hold up. And Kirk Cousins played pretty much all season the way he played for the first 9, 10, 11 games of the season last year. They're going to be a team to be dealt with. And then, <laughs> excuse me, then they feel like they've upgraded their defense. They uh, added Evans over at the uh, over at the corner position. Uh, uh, Lewis, Lewis Sign, he uh, takes over at the free uh, free safety. He's I don't know if he's going to be a starter, but certainly in that depth, they've got some guys. They've added Shannon Sullivan. They brought in to be that nickelback uh, over there. Don't forget from the Green Bay Packers. They've added some guys. They still have Eric Hendricks, Danell Hunter, who is back and feeling healthy. Zedariot Smith, who they added as well in the offseason. They feel like if everybody stays healthy, they're going to be ready to roll. And with new energy, new voice, little pep in a step, guys with some new opportunities, they feel like they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. So people are starting to look over that fence and say, you know what, it might be the Minnesota Vikings year if indeed the Packers should stub their toes. I'm not going to say the Packers are going to win the division easy. I still think the Packers win the division. Until somebody knocks them off, it's Aaron Rodgers' division to lose. But if there's going to be a team that's going to challenge them for the top spot, I agree. It's going to be the Minnesota Vikings. But I have the Packers winning the division, not the Vikings. Stepping away, taking a quick break, getting you caught up on what's going around the rest of the NFL. When we come back, stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. you back what a day what a day good stuff going on but what a day busy 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 the nfl trying to get uh, all the teams to uh cut down by 3 p.m central time today so we're under an hour and a half away from finalizing rosters um a couple of different things uh to get to this is from jackson and uh, Jackson looks at some of the cuts upcoming, and he believes the Green Bay Packers have three or four moves that he think are going to be interesting. Uh, Hyman out of uh, the wide receiver position, along with Fulgham, which, I, again, they're keeping seven. I think they're going to go with Al Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Christian, Wa- uh, Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs. Um, also, uh, they're going to end up going with uh, Randall Cobb, don't forget, Amari Rogers and Toure. I think that's it. Everybody else, Juwan Winfrey, has already been cut. I think everybody else is on the outside looking in. Uh, he also thinks Tyler Davis is going to make the squad as the fourth tight end. He said, but don't be surprised if they cut him and find somebody on the waiver wire uh, before they make it to someone else's practice squad. It would not be out of the realm of possibility. As we had talked about a little bit earlier, Tyler Davis was a guy that, uh, you know, as, as Ben mentioned, might find his way out of Green Bay rather than playing his way onto the roster, but as of right now, still there. Ben, uh, you know, you want to roll the music and kind of give us an update and, uh, to what's going on around the rest of the league? You want to do that? That I can do. Let's, let's do that. Let's get into that. Today's that kind of a day. you gotta got to kind of touch base with everybody. Texas releasing, by the way, Marlon Mack, the veteran, out of a job, just uh, crossing the wire. 
the uh, Texans releasing him. Who else we got out there in the open market? What's going on? So that is a big move. It looks like rookie running back Damian Pierce from Florida is going to start there in Houston. Mac might catch on somewhere. There was another Packers cut a couple minutes ago. Tight end Nate Becker was released, mm-hmm. which means 19 have been released. I believe that is six left to go, if my math is correct. I was not a math major. Uh, around the NFL, uh, a lot of backup quarterback movement. Kellen Mond and Sean Mannion, both released by the Vikings. Uh, you look at the Cowboys, Cooper Rush and Will Greer, both cut there. Tim uh, Boyle, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I right. might be mistaken there. In Detroit, was also released. Uh, but the big trade of the day, the Eagles acquire Chauncey Garner-Johnson from the Saints, release Anthony Harris and Jaquiski Tart. A bunch of veteran running backs cut along with Mac Phillip Lindsay, one of them cut by the Colts. The Bears make a lot of moves. They it looks like get a little younger with Michael Schofield and Mario Edwards released there. The big name people have circled is Tyler Johnson from the Buccaneers, who will be released. Uh, Logan Ryan as well. And then a lot of players, uh, younger guys especially, that were draft picks released today that either locked to get on the practice squad or many think could get opportunities elsewhere. But those are the headlines. Uh, you also have Byron Jones in Miami being put on the pup list, cornerback. Uh, those are the big headlines. And Kenyon Drake signing with the Ravens. Interesting news out of Chicago. The rivalry between the pair, the Packers and the Bears uh, has gone on for a long time. We all know that. But Dick Butkus. Now, remember, Luke Butkus is on the Packers coaching staff. He's the offensive line coach. Dick Butkus, the legendary Bears linebacker, who was an eight-time pro bowler, five-time all-pro selection, takes a little bit of a jab at Aaron Rodgers in the wide receiving corps. Uh, with the start of the season just a couple of weeks away, he says, quote, boy, I hope Aaron Rodgers has figured out how to throw passes to himself. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> because if not, Packers games are going to look a whole like, lot like playing fetch with my dog. Missing you, Lucy. His dog is his dog was Lucy. But Dick Butka is saying that, yeah, the, the Packers and Rodgers and that offensive uh, unit, the weaponry, if you will, not good. Not that that's a big deal, but it is what it is. Do you yes, follow him on Twitter? I don't. Oh, it is rather entertaining. Is it? Maybe I'll have to. He just he, he unloads on people and I am talks now. a lot of smack. I am now. That was uh, his second to last tweet. Oh, no, that was his, his latest tweet, as a matter of fact. I just saw that. That is his latest tweet. There you go. Um, what else do we have here for you? This is from Ann. Ann says, I think the Packers are going to win the division. However, I don't think they have enough in the tank to win it all thoughts. Well, Ann, I mean, it's all speculation. (laughs) You know, I don't know if you're looking for me to go, oh, no, they're going to. A lot of times when we get questions that say, hey, you know, I don't think the Packers can do it. Do you? And. You know, I always say, well, first of all, on paper, there's a lot of people that think a lot of teams can win. But if you have to go through the hierarchy right now of who you believe is going to win in the uh, in the National Football League, specifically in the NFC, um, I I think the Packers have as good a shot at any as anybody. Now, are they as strong as some of the other teams out there? I think that defensively speaking, they got it. I think offensively, it's not going to be as big a drop off as we've seen. Special teams are going to be a question. 
uh, until uh, until we see the improvement. But then again, like we've said, it can't be any worse, right? Um, so that's part of it. But, no, I, I think they can compete with anybody, especially if this defense creates turnovers and keeps giving the ball back to the offense and gives them more bites at the apple. I, I just I, – I really do. I don't think – the only time that I think this team is going to struggle is late in ball games, two-minute series and such. Without Devonta Adams to suck up a double team or even a triple team that allows guys to get open and has that go-to reliable hands – I think that everybody's going to have to go out and prove themselves. By that, I mean you're going to get a lot of one-on-one coverage, and guys are going to have to prove that they're capable of doing it until somebody breaks free and begins to dictate the defense. Because right now, if you're a defensive coordinator, Ben, if you're a defensive coordinator going against the Packers, what guy are you focusing on the most? Out of the wide receiver room or on the offense as a whole? Well, let's just say the offense as a whole. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the obvious answer, but I'm focusing on the running backs. Uh, Aaron Jones, when he's in the game, whether he's carrying it or receiving it out of the backfield, I'm focusing on them, but that's more of a first-level kind of deal. But then second-level, I I think it's Lazard at this point. Right. See, I, I think, you know, take Aaron Rodgers out of the mix. If Aaron Rodgers drops back to throw, who is the number one focus of a defense? Who do you absolutely have to take out of the mix? Probably Alan Lazard, just by maybe default. After that, I think the, the guy that is at least flashed is Dobbs. He would be the next guy. You got to, you know, obviously everybody always says you got to stop the run, but if you get past Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon, you know, like I said, you don't have a true number one, but I think you've got enough. If you got Lazard, um, Dubs, and Watkins on the field, and then Robert Tanyan, you know, you, you've got some options. It's not that your defense has to focus on one guy. It, they, they have to be able to cover all guys. Because I don't think Rodgers is going to the line of scrimmage and just simply looking for a mismatch. I think it's going to be a little while, which is why I think this offense might be a little bit of a work in progress, until he realizes who can and can't get consistently open. Dubs has been the guy that's proven he can get open. Whether or not he's got the short hands, we'll wait and see. Alan Lazard is an incredible route. Is it, I shouldn't say incredible. He's a crisp route runner. But does he he doesn't have Devontae Adams' capability to get constant separation. So then do you are you Aaron Jones out of the backfield, Robert Tanyan over the middle? Uh, you know, because that would be somewhat of a mismatch. So I that's what I think. I, I don't think it it I, I don't think it's gonna be one guy is gonna separate himself. I think that you it's just simply gonna be whoever happens to get open how quickly Rodgers deciphers that and gets rid of the football. Because I think it's going to be spread around. I think you're not it, – it's not a – I hate to say it. I, I don't want to say that it's a mismatch every game. But there's somewhere there's going to be somebody that can shine against the guy that's across from him. It doesn't have to be a guy like Devontae Adams who just beat everybody that you go to all the time. But eventually somebody will emerge. 877-867-1670, agree or disagree. But that's – Maybe that's a very simple, simplistic, idiotic, maybe, way of looking at it. 
I don't look at the Packers as this, you've got to defend the number one. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as a lot of these guys can just get open. They can do things. So it's just whose day is it? One day it'll be Tanyan over the middle. The next day it'll be, you know, Sammy Watkins in veteran moves. The next day it'll be Randall Cobb with a couple of receptions in the slot, which opens things up on the outside. And suddenly Dobbs or Alan Lazard get their fair share. I, I just, you know, Christian Watson starts to come on. It's just, I, I just think it's, it's going to be this collective society of guys that become the weapons for Aaron Rodgers, and each guy has the ability to shine, and each guy on a week-in and week-out basis also has the ability to be completely lost in the offense just for the fact that they're being asked to do different things while somebody else gets their opportunity to shine, which for a team in wins and losses might be a great thing. If you got them in fantasy, it might be terrible until things really develop. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. Finalize the program. That's all coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers had practice yesterday. Rookie defensive lineman Devontae Wyatt, taken at the end of the first round out of Georgia, was getting chewed out by Jerry Montgomery, who's been coaching the defensive line the past seven years in Green Bay. Kenny Clark was asked on when players can expect to get yelled at, even in front of their teammates. I mean, if you do something, if you do something that's like unacceptable, you know what that is. And if you do something where... Like technique-wise, where it's something that you can correct. Uh, just finding, yeah, finding that fine line between all those things. But really, just like what we want him to keep doing is just keep, you know, playing with effort, keep playing fast, don't slow down, because you don't want to lose the the twitch and the quickness that he plays with. He plays with great quickness uh, when he does do all the stuff right. So you don't want to you don't want to lose that type of stuff. So yeah, I tell him to keep doing what he's doing, keep you know playing with the effort that he play with. Uh, play fast and, you know, you know, take the coaching, you know, take the, the stuff that, you know, the, the older guys are telling them. Just keep on improving on it. Love the process. Wide receiver Alan Lazard sat out the session. So did Mercedes Lewis. Robert Tunyon able to get some reps in at tight end. In the team drills, coming back from that torn ACL, and the Packers are releasing players to get down to 53. Tunyon was asked how players should carry themselves on a day where as many as 25 teammates are being let go. I mean, just staying positive in the locker room in general with all these guys and just you don't know who they're going to keep on the team, so you want to keep it all positive. You want to keep all those people reassured that they're doing well and just want them to get better. So if they do end up on the team, then they're helping us win a Super Bowl. That's Packers tight end Robert Tunyon in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Get registered. I'm pushing it hard. You're going to get sick of it by the end of the week. Uh, But we cannot do this without you. Please join us coming up on Sunday, September 4th. This coming Sunday, the motorcycle ride benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. Starting down at MKE Brewing, yes, it's still going. Yes, we're going to be there. Yes, they're going to be open. We can't do it without you. Please, 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 if you haven't done it already, get pre-registered and come down on Sunday, and we're going to see you there. Going to see you there on Sunday. Going to be covered, uh, you know, on the morning news on Fox 6. They're going to be there along with others, and we're so looking forward to it. Again, it's the uh, Big a Poker Run coming up this Sunday. Go to fisherhousewi.org. And the events page, fisherhousewi.org. Click on the events page. You're going to find it right there. Get registered. Follow all the information. If you want to just follow us, uh, follow facebook.com slash big unit poker run. Facebook.com slash big unit poker run. And we'll see you down there come Sunday. 
So here's something, and I, I'm not a big fan of this, but uh, Mac Daddy said the Chiefs got rid of their veteran wide receiver, Josh Gordon. How about picking him up as another veteran with really good speed? Josh Gordon, first of all, he has had three full seasons suspended. Okay, not that I'm going to hold that completely against him, but this year in camp, he really never got it going. Really never got it going. He was down on the depth chart. And uh, while well, he, he's always had good speed, but he's 31 years old now. And it's been, a, you know, what, 2013 or 14 is when he racked up all his yardage. I He's, nah, I don't, I don't necessarily go in that direction. I'm not jumping into Josh Gordon's fan camp, so to speak. And beyond, besides, who are you gonna who are you gonna cut? Look at it that way. Christian Watson, Dubs, those guys are gonna be here. Samari Torre, most likely. Amari Rogers, Randall Cobb. Now, you do ask yourself, what would change if Aaron Rodgers wasn't here? There would be certain guys like Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb and such who would kind of figure they wouldn't be with this team. But I'm not, you know, running after Josh Gordon. No. And to answer your question, no, I'm not interested in him. I mean, even after losing Tariq Hill and needing speed and needing a good wide receiver, he still couldn't make that squad down there in Kansas City. I'm, you know, much like the Green Bay Packers. No, they went out and found other wide receivers, but much like the Green Bay Packers losing Devontae Adams, I don't think he's going to make this squad. Ben, would you go after Josh Gordon? I don't think I would. No, the only receiver yeah. I would entertain would be a guy like Tyler Johnson, if I think, because he's young. If I think he's yeah. better than whoever's at the end, Toure or Amari Rogers. Right. I don't. I don't think that's happening. I'm not going in that. Uh, not going in that direction. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. And, uh, you know, like I said, he was cut earlier, and that was the question. But in uh, the Eagles making a trade today, the, the Steelers. Get the outside linebacker, um, uh, Malik Reed, from the Denver Broncos today. So that was announced a little while ago. We kind of ran through that a little bit. Uh, and none, none, we'll say, you know, cut down day news, but Calvin Ridley, the uh, the Falcons wide receiver, apparently he was um, part of a, you know, um, uh, I guess a burglary ring or what have you. Did you read this? that there's an indictment of targeting members of what was said to be a violent street gang. They were targeting the Atlanta area homes of famous athletes and famous celebrities. Uh, Calvin Ridley, singer Mariah Carey, Atlanta United goalkeeper Brad Guzan, Marlo Hampton of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, all had their homes broken into recently. And these street gangs were targeting all the rich and famous. So if you were any kind of celebrity in Atlanta, you were you were worried about your own safety. Uh, carjacking, kidnapping, armed robbery, shootings, home invasions were all committed by the members of this drug-rich gang, uh, which said uh, it began to emerge in 2016 in a neighboring county. And the celebrity targets, social media influencers, were also victimized in home invasions, burglaries, uh, as well, beat up, beatings, assaults that took place. So I, man, how about that? 
But yeah, Calvin Ridley uh, was was named today, and not in the indictment as far as him doing anything wrong, but one of the guys that was being targeted in this thing. Man, scary stuff. Scary stuff, big time. That'll do it. By the time we get back at it tomorrow, we will know pretty much the roster and pretty much the practice squad of the Green Bay Packers. We'll be able to break it down. Mike Renner tomorrow from Pro Football Focus going to be joining us. We'll talk with him, look at the roster, and what his thoughts are as far as the Green Bay Packers efforting into the 2022-2023 season. So that'll be coming up. Time for us to get out of here until then. Hopefully you enjoy your day. We'll be back at it in about 20 hours. Hey, don't forget, get registered for the motorcycle ride. If you haven't already, go to FisherHouseWI.org and the events page. Can't wait to see you come Sunday. Time for us to go. Have a going. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.